Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friend, no, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling, I'm sorry, Going In Raw, the dirt sheet, the only place you need to be going for your pro wrestling news. Right here, now on Fridays, as well as Monday. Well, hold on, back on Fridays. Friday was the original home of dirt sheet. Was it? Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, get out of here. We did that, really? Oh, God. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for me to put up with that, Steve. Whoa, relax, buddy. Yes. We're sitting here talking about pro wrestling. Maybe Dirt like Sheet to... started on Fridays. It was on Monday for a while. Then we decided to move some things around, bring Dirt Sheet back home to Fridays. It'll still be on Mondays, live. Matt Chat is now moving to Sunday. At least once a month, probably twice a month. I have no idea what's going on with the channel. But you know what? I trust you, Larson. Good. I set up the calendar. I trust you. you keep track. So God, you can't even take a me. compliment. Even when I say I trust you. I said thank you. You just, you didn't, you said it in a really crappy manner. Well, talk about the dirt sheet. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I don't know either. Anyways, thank you. Uh, we're available. I don't think that was a compliment. Um, anyways, we're available right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and wherever fine podcasts are produced. I mean, are available, not produced. Um, if you have. See, one reason why I really like we're, uh, that we're doing this Friday dirt sheet again, um, why we're bringing it back, is because we do these short daily news bursts uh, three days a week. Well, it's going to be three days a week now. Yeah. Um, and for a while, when we were doing them four days a week, we weren't conglomerating those on Fridays for the audio podcast. Yeah, it was kind of clumsy to do it. So it yeah, yeah exactly. It. it was like, I would, like for the first two weeks, I tried to string them together. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. There needs to be transitions. There needs to be, yeah. And I tried like a couple goofy transitions. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. So this way, we're going to have new um, stories. New stories. And then we're going to kind of recap uh, what we t- and follow up follow with. Follow up, yeah. Yeah, well, we're also going to recap. All right. 
What we already talked about. Fine. Yeah, I know. We're going to do that. You're like, nah, I'm, I'm the boss, but you're not the boss. I'm not the boss. I, I know. I was the boss. Yeah, you act like it sometimes. Oh. So. And it really gets my goat. Is that a phrase? Gets my goat? Yeah, it is. Is it? I don't yeah. know what that means, though. I think it means it bugs me. Yeah, but I don't know why. It gets, really gets my goat. I'm sure at some point in history, somebody got somebody's goat. And, and it really irritated them. <laughs> well, look, man, if it's my goat, I don't care if it's my goat or my empty cardboard box that's just sitting out in front of my garage. If somebody takes it, I mean, it's really going to bug me. I don't think it'd bother you that much about the cardboard box. I think I'd be relieved if someone just Yeah, me too. No, some, honestly, me some, too. Some trash from in front of my house. But in ye olden times, when they were coming up with all these stupid phrases we use these days... It probably did bug people. Well, I don't know if they had cardboard boxes, depending on how far back you go. When did, when you go to medieval times, there, I don't think there was cardboard. <laughs> I don't think there was cardboard. <laughs> they had paper, though. They had paper scrolls. Yeah, but it wasn't made from trees, I don't think. <laughs> parchment, early parchment, I don't think it was made from trees. What was it made from? I don't think it was like dried animal skin. Oh, interesting. I could be completely wrong. Did they kill a freaking dog in order to write a letter to somebody? What a rip. That's why they took the goat, because they needed to write a letter. To Comcast and say, hey, my internet's now. I want to know when paper was invented. Okay, don't do, do that later. Oh, you son of a biscuit. Anyways, we're also available at the Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com oh, wow. forward slash going in raw. Look at this pretty shirt. Not going to happen. So paper was invented in uh, 100 B.C. So it could have been paper. Oh, then it was definitely in medieval times. Like paper was like straight up trees then, huh? Yeah, probably. Interesting. Anyways. My apologies. My, my grasp on history isn't that good, apparently. It's tenuous at best. Yes. Understanding how like crap I am at doing things in general, it's amazing that anybody invented anything. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy to think that people like, hey, there's a tree. That's something we can make make little tiny slices of tree out of and write things on it and send it to people. Yeah, language and whatnot. It's kind of crazy. Like you never would have invented paper. I know what you're capable of, and cer- certainly it isn't inventing paper. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is not. We're so off topic. Please, by all means, the old people in the comments would like the time code exactly when yeah, we start yeah. talking about wrestling. Get past by all means, crabby morning banter. Yeah, exactly. I got my tea. I'm still, I'm still, I'm glad that today's last day of stuff. I'm determined yeah. by Monday to have my laugh. Good back. luck with that because if it was what if you had what I had, you're I'm more resilient than you are. We're gonna be dealing with this another two weeks. I have later. better internals than you do. We'll see about that. Let's start talking about some wrestling news first. I wonder who has better cholesterol because last time I checked my blood pressure. Or my blood pressure, anyways, was really, really good. My blood pressure has always been really good. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah I don't know. I feel like you seem like the kind of guy who should have bad blood pressure. Seems like it, because I'm pretty tightly wound, but that's not the case. <laughs> my blood pressure is routinely on the low side of, of normal. Talk about the low side of normal. Let's talk about this Roman versus Brock at Mania not going to happen rumor. Well, yeah, this is, this is, calling it a rumor is, speaking of things that are tenuous at best. Splash some cold water on this uh, rumor here, Larson. All right, so let's... let's Provide a little backstory. According to Cage Side Seats in the Aruba Roundup, um, there's been speculation apparently going around the internet, which I haven't seen on any sort of credible news site. Okay. Um, until Cage Side Seats report on it. That the long-planned Reigns versus Lesnar main event for WrestleMania 34 is off. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. $20 a pro wrestling team. Of course, uh, the wrestling observer himself, oh, Dave wow. Meltzer. The wrestling observer. Um, quickly put an end to this rumor saying, yes, main event. For us, many of 30 firsts, 31st, 30 31st, 34, jeez, has been in the works since before WrestleMania 33, and that Reigns' intercontinental title win is not a sign the plans have changed. The match is still on. It will be Lesnar versus Reigns for the Universal title in the main event at WrestleMania 34th. <laughs> 34th. 34th. Dude, listen, if you want to get technical about things, 
This was in the plans before WrestleMania 31. You know what I mean? Because then we got Roman Brock, and then we had, okay, well, we're not going to do Roman Brock. We're going to put Seth in there because we're not ready for this. But then they really started planning it out. Well, what do we need in order to get past Brock? We need him to be the Undertaker first. And so that was at WrestleMania 32. Uh, you're, you're, you're giving them, I think, way too much credit for all this. I, I don't. We talked about this even back then, that who is the guy to take the oh. Undertaker's win No, I know. I from know. Brock. No, we, we have, but I don't know if they consciously planned from WrestleMania 31 to get to this point. I think they were hoping that WrestleMania 32, him being Triple H, were good. Right, Reigns no, is top that, guy. That could be. That could be. Well, I don't think going all the way back from I don't think the day they, after WrestleMania yeah, I don't they laid out a four-year or three-year plan. You're, you're right. I, I don't think that's the case. However, the long-term Roman Reigns experiment in its various stages of evolution um, have led to WrestleMania 34, and that did start between before WrestleMania 31, and we've seen that. That's why he's been in the main event every single year since then. Yeah. So... Um, the idea that they're fi- they're not going to finally pull the trigger on this, in it's, my it's, mind, is ludicrous. It's absurd. I think it is. Um, and I don't know where this rumor started. Cage side seats didn't sort this rumor. Cage side seats usually, I mean, they're good at conglomerating rumors. Yeah. Not necessarily like, you know. Um, but, you know, it's sort of like our next story, this rumors about AJ Styles retiring soon. I think it probably started with, and I think this case, it was Reigns winning the Intercontinental title. People saw that and thought, oh, Change of plans. Well, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a difference between, like, you know, speculation, speculation and then, like, hearing something from, you know, I don't know, Pat Patterson or whatever, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. on the inside. But uh, going back to this Roman Brock thing, um, by the way, uh, you know, we like to make fun sometimes of saying the Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer. A lot of people have problems. A great example of what he's best at, in my opinion, it can be found in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter. I'm not blowing smoke of the dude's ass, but... Um, his, his, his rundown right. of, the, yeah. of the history of Starcade is absolutely fascinating reading, and uh, and I, I honestly, I his, his the, the newsletter to me is worth. He is the preeminent historian in pro wrestling. He really today. is, and the respect has to be paid. There. Yes. Anyway. Anyways, going back to the universal title stuff, there has also been a lot of uh, talk on the internet again. Internet. Yeah, about creative changes regarding the uh, universal. I can't talk to him. I said you're the Universal title, uh-huh. um, specifically about whether Lesnar is gonna actually going to defend the belt at the Royal Rumble, the second largest, second most important pay-per-view of the entire year. Right. And, and there's talk that he might not, might not defend the belt there. There's talk that, that, he also might, insane. that he might show up, that he might be there in some capacity, but he's not going to defend yeah, the belt. Yeah, that's what uh, the uh, newsletter said today. So can we power rank really quick? Let's say he doesn't, which we both think is ridiculous. Yeah. Number one, power rank, what's he going to do at the Rumble? He's going to defend the title. That's number one. Uh, After yeah. that, what are the next four things he could do? I would say number five, show up in the owner's box. Yeah. Like, what else is he going to do? I mean, the first thing I thought of is if they have... I know we've read that the plan right now is for Reigns not to win the Rumble. Yeah. But if Reigns does win the Rumble, that Lesnar shows up to confront him. Yeah. I, they can have the tug of war with the Universal title, then oh, then go right. home show. This is what I'd like. I mean, look, if they said, Steve, here's your here, you can do whatever you want with this. However, he will not defend the title at the... Okay, this is what you do. Get a big throne up at the stage for Brock to sit on during the Rumble itself. And so he can then witness who is fighting to take him on for his title. All right. Maybe AJ can sit in on the other side of it. Because, I mean, theoretically, if a SmackDown guy wins, they'll be challenging him for his title. Yeah. I'm assuming AJ is going to actually defend his title at, at a Royal Rumble. You think? Yeah, I think that's a, a, a shoe-in. Who's going to tell you? Gender? 
No, I think after Clash, their feud is done. Oh, Clash is their thing. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. It might be gender. Gen- they always extend those things. Which we could think, be, could we be. think, hey, he's going to fight Randy and he's going to be done, and then there's like five more matches, including like a pre-filmed House of Horrors match. I know. I could see it being gender. Gender's kind of a big deal. You know, I mean, I think that he maybe they can warrant. Uh, and they know they're going to get a decent match out of AJ. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Gender. A lot depends on, on the, the future of the Singh brothers as even better as a, a couch. For Brock and AJ to sit on sit live mics together. Oh no, I think they really like each other. Well, they might. And so, no, it'd be great. But knowing the cameras on them for four hours, we do it. Yeah. Are we awkward? At times, uh, watching a four-hour show. Yeah. I don't think we're awkward. I think we're like uncomfortable sometimes. It's not really awkward. Uh, we don't sit there awkward. I don't feel awkward when you're sitting next to me. No, I don't feel awkward sitting next to you. But it's awkward knowing that I'm going to be on camera for four hours and I have to fill that time. Hey, listen, how that great? Could be awkward. How great it would it be if there was a couch? They had some popcorn. Their titles, like on the back of the capsule, like sometimes we put yeah, a yeah, title, yeah, yeah. and they're just sitting there and they're just commenting and they're shooting. You know, they're talking about old stories. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, no. Oh, he just got a like a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, be, yeah, be a podcast. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm saying the potential is there for it to be a little awkward. That's all I'm saying. I guess. I don't know. If Brock busts out some weird stories about his. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever done. I don't know. AJ seems like a clean dude. He seems like he's... Yeah, you know, no, I know. He Brock, seems, Brock is might have... He, I don't know. He's maybe done some shenanigans in his life. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But this Brock doesn't necessarily seem like... And granted, I don't know him personally. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily seem like the warmest person. No, he doesn't. He's, he's set out right. He doesn't like people. And whereas AJ, we've met him. Yeah, oh, he's great. He's a totally personable guy. But here's the thing. I think AJ can be the guy to bring out the, the people loving Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I think it'd be great. I don't know. I mean, I AJ, I, AJ can bring in the wrestling ring. AJ can bring out a lot of things uh, from his opponents. I think he can bring out a five star conversation. conversation. Yeah, I would like to, to hope so. I would like to see it, but I'm pessimistic. If the person he's trying to converse with for four hours is Brock Lesnar. Well, let's talk about this Reigns Intercontinental Title thing because I am uh, nobody can convince me otherwise. There is no. He's going to get pinned between now and WrestleMania. Number one, I was thinking about this earlier. Do you remember, when is the last time we actually saw Roman Reigns eat a pin? At SummerSlam. Lesnar pinned him in the Universal title match. Oh, Reigns was the one. Okay, well, that's perfect then. That's even more reason. I think, yeah, you were the one who called that too in the first place. Yep. Wow, yeah, to set up Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That makes all the sense in the world. It makes even more sense now. Yeah. I mean, there you go. He's not gonna. He's not gonna lose. Number. He's not gonna lose a mid card belt and then still go on to fight for the universal title. I don't care how many shenanigans there are. That's not gonna happen. No. He's not gonna eat a pin between now and Mania. He's not gonna drop that belt at the end of WrestleMania. The Shield is gonna hold all the belts. That's what's gonna be. Yeah. They're gonna stay in the ring with all the belts, celebrating. So the crowd will pop for the Shield holding all the belts. Yeah. And so they don't have to worry about Roman. Getting booed when he wins the universal title. Right. That's how it's going to happen. And yeah. if they don't do it that way, they are fools. Well, hold on a second. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Is if given your given like what if if they said, hey, clean slate, Larson, who do you want in the main event for the universal title at WrestleMania? It'll be Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I know, and Braun Strowman would win. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying they'd be fools to do that instead of the Shield? No, 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 no. I'm saying if the scenario is Lesnar versus Reigns, mm-hmm. main event regardless, they'd be mm-hmm. fools to break up the shield before that match. Okay. That's no, I'm, I'm, I'm clarifying that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Clarifying. No, I mean, okay. ideally, yeah, Braun would beat Lesnar for the universal title you know, at, this at point, the end of Mania. I, I, I disagree. At this point, I just want to see it through. I know. You want to get it over with. 
Because, come on, the shield with all the titles, that is kind of a cool image. Yeah, it's a neat image, but I'd re- I mean, just personally. You'll, hey, look, dude, you'll get Braun the Universal title. Eventually, within, yeah. Within the next but I would, four months. Like when Reigns wins, even if the shield's out there, yeah, it's a cool image, but I'm not really going to pop for it. Oh, I'd pop for it. Whereas if Braun beat Lesnar for the Universal title in the main event of WrestleMania, I would pop huge for that. Yeah. That'd be something else. Yeah. I'd, I'd pop either way. I like I like popping in general. Anyways, moving on. Uh, let's talk about AJ AJ Styles. Yeah, another case of just random unsubstantiated rumors just going around the internet. We have to be careful and not turn the Friday dirt sheet into non-news, man. I know. Which, it's a by fine the way, line. I still have to get back on a weekly. It's schedule. a fine line. I know. Um, but there was apparently talk going around the internet that AJ Styles was going to retire after WrestleMania 34. Yeah. Um, but he took to Twitter. To put an end to those rumors, replying to somebody talking about him retiring. He said, not going to happen. Well, he just said, wrong. Yeah. Um, there's a decent chance, I, th- I feel like, this rumor started or was made up due to uh, Styles' recent appearance on 97.9 The Box. The Box. In Houston, um, did an interview in advance of virus series where he said, quote, work hard now, you enjoy it later. In a couple of years, I'll be able to catch every football game, every baseball game, every basketball game, cheerleading, gymnastics, whatever they're in, referring to his family, of course. Um, and then an Uprox article, which I pulled this quote from, they mentioned the Wrestling Observer, uh, mentioned that in uh, 2016, Styles stated in an interview that he's hoping to retire at the age of 42. Mm-hmm. Guess how old he is now? 40. Yeah, that's why I put there. You read that. And that his contract runs through early 2019. Okay. So another year and change. Okay. So that would fit within the time frame of retiring by 42, roughly. Yeah. Um, but we learned today, courtesy of Pro Wrestling and, or PW Insider, that uh, according to them, AJ will be sticking around long enough to be the subject, subject of the next WWE 365. Mm-hmm. So the Kevin Owens one did so well, they're doing another, and apparently AJ Styles is going to be featured in it. I, I'm, I'm really kind of, uh, I was hoping that they'd be filming it concurrent with the Kevin Owens one because there's a moment when he drives up to AJ to the car that AJ Styles is in and Kevin Owens rolls down the window and AJ rolls down his and uh, I think there's some, I forget who's in the back with AJ or who's behind AJ in the back seat but Kevin Owens says something like, hey yeah, we're going to show him how it's done, we're going to effing tear the house down and get our titles back, right? And AJ's sort of laughing and playing along. I like to see the camera then yes. be like a shared universe type yes. thing. <laughs> crossover. Well, I mean, they work at the same place. Of course, it's a shared universe. Crossover. A shared universe, Steve. They work at the same, the same company on the same show. <coughs> Get it out of you. Thank you. You can't make me laugh. Now man. I'm going to make you laugh all the time. You can't make me I wish you would. You know, that's what it, I, I'll be honest. I hate saying this. I one of my jo- One of the joys I get in life, and I get many joys in life, one of them, is making you laugh. Yeah. Because you don't laugh very often because you're such a bummer of a human being. Oh, that's not true. Anyways. Um, it's hard to make me laugh. AJ Styles seems like one of the guys. <clears throat> we always talk about this. You can always see who is having the most fun at any given He's moment. having a great time. When Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn first teamed up, they seemed like they were having a lot of fun. Then, then they got in trouble. Now <laughs> they feel like they're trouble. having much fun. Exactly. You watch uh, Kevin Owens 365. It didn't look like he was having a lot of fun when he went up to Vince McMahon and said, we good? No, no. Um, and but AJ Styles consistently. I mean, given the fact that we've got to talk to him, and every week when he comes out on SmackDown, he looks like he's always having a blast. Even when he was was uh, performing at TLC, flying eighteen hours from South America, right? Looking obviously exhausted. Yeah. 
you can still tell he was having a blast wrestling Finn Balor. Right, absolutely. I think as – and they treat him like a million bucks. As long as he's continuing to have fun, I would imagine, speculation on my part, that the for, that the age 42 mark of his is it's probably fluid. Stone, yeah. It's probably been on the fluid. He probably penciled in 42, but hey, if I'm in a really fun program with – so if I know that Kenny Omega is definitely signing – and I'll be 43 when that WrestleMania comes around, eh, I'll probably push it a little bit. And on top of that, not only can he push it a little bit, but maybe he simply means at 42 the full-time schedule. But you can't tell me that WWE wouldn't say, okay, well, hey, let's work with you on bringing it down to, you know, a certain number of dates, and then all, all the way, like when he's 45, the four pay-per-views a year this, thing. This Upper Rocks article mentions uh, the Randy Orton's schedule. Yeah, right, right, he exactly. Has, he, I think he has most weekends off. Yeah. He pretty much just shows up for TV, pay-per-views, and a couple house shows. And that's exactly. It. Totally fine, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. You need me for a lumberjack match? No, I don't think I'm going to do that. Cool, Randy. Go take the day off. Yeah. And, you know, have fun with your kids or whatever. Yeah. Go take a bath with your wife and then post a picture of it on Twitter, which is a very charming thing. You have, like, the face mask on. It was great. I like Randy Orton. Just, they need to do something with him. <laughs> I wish Shinsuke should have said that. He should have said that. He said, Lumberjack. I'm not doing a Lumberjack match. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm the founder of Chaos. Yeah. So you guys go out there and have fun. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know what would have been cooler? Like, during a lumberjack match, just cut to Shinsuke watching the TV at that side angle. Oh, I know. Because then it makes him look cooler. Yeah, I know. You know? And it's like, why is he looking at the TV? What is he... What is he? Like, what stakes does he have in this? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, mysterious. Yeah. Nothing. Instead, he just kind of, like, awkwardly uh, fought with uh, Connor? Connor. <laughs> I don't know, man. He shouldn't be in the same building as Connor. Give me a break. Anyways. But yeah, anyways, uh, AJ Styles, he's not retiring anytime soon. That 365 is going to be fantastic, Yes, by the way. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll watch that Kevin Owens. I will. This weekend, huh? I'll try. You should do it. I don't have a ton of time. You have plenty of time. That's absolutely not true. Anyways, talking about people with a lot of time on their hands, let's talk about Leo Rush. Yeah. Ooh, released from WWE, well, confirmed. Not quite. Not quite. Well, what happened? What's this story um, He about? has seemingly kind of disappeared from NXT TV and the live events um, due to his apparent heat. Backstage over his uh, ill-advised tweet following Emma's release back in late October. Um, and this morning, Thursday, PW Insider reported that uh, Rush had removed all references oh. from WWE from his Twitter account. Oh. Changed his hometown from Orlando, which, of course, is the home of WWE's Performance Center, Ooh. to Baltimore, Ooh. which is where he lived prior to signing with WWE, mm. spurring some speculation that he had been released. Shortly thereafter, though... PW Insider followed up and stated that they can confirm that Rush has not been released from his WWE contract. What fact, a rush. Give Me Sport reported that Rush was seen at the Performance Center as recently as last week. All right. So, they did not overreact and fire a guy who has... But apparently, according to Melser, I know, apparently he was pretty intense yeah, on it the was, guy. It was, it was close. Oh, it was very close. gracious. Um, happening, him getting fired. There's all sorts of spoiler, spoilers out there for uh, last night's, uh, I'm sorry, two days ago, uh, NXT tapings there at Full Sail. Yeah. Um, uh, no Leo Rush to be found. Yeah. I won't spoil anything else that happened. But, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. The guy's got, I mean, talk about upside, man. Talk about freaking potential. Like, the talent that this guy has is insane. Yes. 
um, there's always been um, a question about his attitude. Yeah. Um, and so I would imagine if he did get released at this point, the tweet might have been the straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, there might have been a lot more to that story than just the tweet. Yes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it sounds like he might be – I mean, it might be um, a matter of him maybe being on thin ice and maybe resenting that, you know, like if, if, if he's butting heads at the Performance Center. But uh, hopefully, I really, honest to God, hope that turns around, hope that he does get back on TV and yes. they get him back on track because – Man, the idea of him and Ricochet being able to see on TV what we were lucky enough to see at PWG oh, Live phenomenal. would be amazing. Yep. There's so much that this guy can do. Maybe he found out they're going to put him on 205 Live. They're like, dude, you're 130 pounds. You, that's like half of a 205 Live. You know, it's not. I know my math. But, uh, you know. Actually, I think they bill him at 165. Um. <laughs> Maybe they give him thirty pounds, man. He's tiny. Oh, I know he's he's small, he's really small. He's like ninety eight pounds. How man. much do you think I weigh? I don't know, man. One hundred sixty five. Yeah, it's probably one hundred thirty. You're billed much higher than you actually are. I feel. Oh, you mean I'm I'm adding weight? You, yeah, you bill yourself much heavier than you are. Nope. Yeah, you're a flyweight. I don't know what's one. Oh, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I have no idea what any of that stuff means. I've been one thirty since I was in like junior high. Yeah. I don't know when I was 130. Probably shortly after I came out of my mama's womb. Anyways, um, yeah, so Leo Rush. Apparently still with the WWE. Yes. Hopefully but uh, we'll see him on TV again very keep soon. Keep an eye on that Twitter bio. I mean, didn't, you know, well, like Luke Gallows. Hey, the club, I was about to say that. The club, they changed their stuff. And now look at them. They're released back to New Japan. No, they're selling stuff on That's uh, right. WWE Shop. Sasha Banks did the same thing, and guess what? She's still with the company. Yes. So, oh, like, what does Neville's bio say? Sometimes you just have to. to have we looked at Neville's bio? To edit that bio to keep it fresh. Yeah, man. Neville, King Neville. W, it's his his thing is still WWE when, Neville. When was the last time he tweeted though? There is no bio there. Was it the the him complaining about his awful shirt? That's the last time he tweeted. Um. Yes. Yes. September twenty eighth, and he Which doesn't have a bio. Sell, they're still selling. Yeah, WWE shop. By the way, yeah. that awful, awful shirt. It's let's, really let's do some follow-ups. Yeah. Um. So of course this week. Oh, I like it. What? Cultaholic is now reporting Leo Rush potentially released from WWE contract. <laughs> what are you doing, man? There's only so much news, Steve. There's only so much only news. So much them news. boys got to make some money. Yep. Love them boys. So uh, uh, following up on uh, our uh, Going in Raw Daily story from yesterday, Thursday. Oh yeah, this is where we talk about our Going in Raw Dailies. Yes. From uh, not just this week, but every week past. Yeah. If there's a, a decent little tidbit to add to the show. Follow-ups. Follow-ups. Yeah. Uh, uh, talking about <laughs> Matt Hardy and his ownership of the Broken Universe gimmick. This is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. And uh, the Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, seemed to comp- confirm uh, Russell Zone's report from yesterday when he yeah. said, quote, Matt Hardy... And likely Jeff, Brother Nero. when he returns, will be That's doing the broken Jeff. character, although I believe it'll be termed Woken instead of Broken. You can see that from Matt Hardy's yep. Twitter account. The story behind it is that the Hardys were able to show financial and contractual transgressions. Digressions. What did I say? Transgressions? Yes. Sorry. Digressions, which led Anthem, sorry, which left Anthem in a bad way 
And this may be a public savings face for the company of just saying that they are being good guys, will be letting talent keep their gimmicks because of the feeling they would end up that way based on a precedent and would be set in the Hardy's case. Oh, that would be set in Hardy's case. I apparently can't talk or can't read. Yeah, leave the quotes to me. Um, so this uh, harkens back. We mentioned this on Daily yesterday. yesterday. Um, and it was, it was pretty fascinating because uh, Sports Illustrated reported on this initially. And they got uh, oh that quote from Ed Nordholm. They got this great quote from Ed Nordholm. So I mean, the story is basically looks like the broken thing is back with Matt Hardy, um, and so we're going to be seeing it on WWE TV pretty soon. Um, according to Ed Nordholm, in response to this, uh, he said, "quote We have seen the character development of broken Matt Hardy now, yeah, and we'll be interested to see where they take the concept. Our new talent agreements all incorporate language that allow talent." to continue to use their impact persona after they leave the company. We are working with our legal team to amend our existing agreements to extend this to all of our current and former talent. Um, Which is insane. Yeah, we'll get into that. WrestleZone then spoke to their sources and stated that, quote, the Hardys will officially retain the rights to all of the IP, the intellectual property they created, while working for Impact Wrestling, including their much-prized broken universe, citing, quote, negative financial and contractual issues that Anthem was at fault for, uh, Rebby Hardy on Twitter many times have mentioned that hey, they didn't get releases for Senior Benjamin, for Maxwell. Um, they weren't paid for yeah. their uh, performances yeah. during the broken stuff. Um, Matt Hardy, I think, financed some of the shoots as well. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. And so this was a pretty stunning turnaround. Oh, it's a complete 180 um, from Anthem's perspective. Which was very defiant back yeah. when this, you know, a couple months ago. When he was releasing emails and stuff. Right, exactly. Corresponds so, between himself and I people mean, in WWE. Who would have thought all the all the contractual stuff that Rebby was sort of threatening, you know, turned out to be evidently? Well, also, it seems like Impact has a lot more pressing issues to well, I address know. than we, holding we, on to a gimmick that they'll do nothing with. We very gleefully uh, were kind of joking about. It. And, and, well, I wonder if the WWE would even say, "Hey, you know, can we buy that footage from you?" You know, to sort of complete the story. Although, if they're going to go in a completely different direction, who knows? Well, I don't know if it would be a completely different direction. It would be named differently. It would be woken. Well, I, I know, but my thing is this. Like, if they don't do the, the drone shots and the and the hardy compound yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. No, they need then to do it that. kind of it is in a different direction. Well, it would know? be. I mean, like, the elements, the basic elements of the character would remain it's the same. Thing. Wonderful. Yeah. We, we, need, we need everything, man. We need all that stuff. Oh, I agree. But I just want to, you know, it sort of begs the question, though. The, the, the Brother Nero stuff... I wonder if Vince would find that beneath where he views Jeff Hardy. Well, it depends what plans he has for him. We heard that he was going to get a push. Right. And that he was on the original shortlist, I think, for opponents for Lesnar. Right. Between now and Mania. Yeah. Him getting hurt uh, led to that not happening. Because he was definitely the secondary character in the whole Broken thing. It was definitely Matt's vehicle. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, you know, if, if they want to... I wonder what the plans are. I mean, obviously Vince has seen Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. in a in a bigger light than just a secondary to, mm-hmm. to Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, be kind of interesting to see because I know my thing is, is I would I would assume that Jeff Hardy would be much more apt to do what Matt wants to do because it worked so well before and yeah. he's his brother. Yeah, I don't think Jeff. I think Jeff Hardy's like, dude, I've done and seen it all. Yeah, you know. He's former as far WWE as I know, champion. the only thing I'm aware of that Jeff Hardy wants is a match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. He said that publicly. Well, that's not less, gonna happen. Less, less, less likely to happen. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen. I'll put up the shirt though. 
Thank you. I'll say it's very unlikely to happen. Speaking of things that aren't going to happen, uh, NXT shooting at full sale in the near future. Um, following up our uh, report from Going in Raw Daily on November 14th, where we spoke about uh, the, the, the initial word getting out based on, um, was it the Raw after Survivor Series? Yeah. That uh, Atlanta would be home to... NXT TV tapings. I believe they were taking place January 4th and then February 1st and 2nd. Um, PW Insiders reporting that NXT tapings will, in fact, be moved to Atlanta for, quote, the next several months due to, quote, scheduling conflicts with the venue. And then during a conference call for NXT War Games a couple weeks back, Triple H noted that Full Sail is their home, but... Scheduling conflicts were to blame for uh, the move of tapings in early 2018. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not sure why we didn't like put two and two together on that one because like the the conference call was like before, like just a couple days before the actual announcement. The actual because the announcement was made on the Raw, I believe, after Survivor Series, which had been two days after War Games. But then this this stuff was, I believe, during the conference call prior to War Games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, all that's kind of weird. Yeah, that kind of flew under the radar. <laughs> it, really, it really did. Um, so, yeah. But, no, Triple H seemed to have uh, confirmed that, no, everything works out great between them. He confirmed them and it before news broke. Yeah, I know. Did he, did he say what the scheduling conflicts were? Um, or go into any specific details? No. Okay. Um, but he did say something along the lines of um, their, what they're doing at Full Sail is growing and what we're doing is growing. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, he said, and he also pointed out. He says, you know, we've done like the Universal University of Central Florida tapings. He said we've done this before um, when there's been conflicts. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I think maybe it was just because they made such a big deal about it in their oh big announcement Atlanta NXT that yeah, people yeah. were like, whoa, in a second, yeah. Without, I mean, I guess there was some heads up or a warning in advance, but I don't know how many how much people paid attention to Apparently it. But anyway, didn't pay attention at all. Um, I was just wondering, uh, based on the, the scheduling conflicts and the length of it, if they were doing some renovations to oh, the yeah. arena. But oh, that I don't know. I don't know either. Speculation on my part. They've got a couple of uh, be- beginning <coughs> production classes that they have to do at the uh, Full Sail Arena. There. Oh, maybe. 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 I mean, was, that's what I always, I, man, I, that's what I freaking love about NXT. You, you watch NXT. We're going to do our recap today. Yeah. It looked, the latest one, it just looked like a freaking uh, a championship wrestling it Hollywood show. It much looked like WWE's version of Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, uh, I like because like especially like Peyton Royce comes out and like the cameraman's like right here and he has to back up and he doesn't know where he's going. Well, there's no ramp. Yeah, because I guess it was at a an old movie theater. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful venue. Yeah, yeah. the Aztec Theater is mm-hmm. a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, full sale. Uh, apparently, still good. Still, I, that's, that's still in the mix. That's sort of just that's like the only thing really. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom would be great, but it's so far away. Like. Full sales kind of oh, yeah, an yeah. NXT taping because that's my favorite wrestling right now. Yeah, getting to that, getting to a taping of that. That's yeah. We should have stuck around a couple extra days when we were in Orlando for WrestleMania. I know, I know. Who well, knows? Who next time we'll be in Orlando. Um, I'll, I'll just go. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna make the express purpose. And why not? I mean, that's a long way to go for. Well, in your heart, it might be a long way to go. Right. My heart, it's a short way to go for it. something so big. Have at it. In my heart. All right. You don't know me. You think you do? Son of a bitch. Apparently, I don't. Watch well, nice. the cuss words, man. Oh, my goodness. They don't know that I'm cursing. Sure they do. Son of a bitch is not that bad of a curse word. But it's still That's a curse word. That's what I'm going to get us. 
demonetized. Well, we'll find out if it does. Somebody, you know, somebody, somebody's to blame. Somebody tweeted at me uh, or us um, not long ago. I was like, man, I listened to a going in raw from like a year ago, and within the first ten minutes, Steve had said the f word like six times. Yeah, I miss those days. I mean, I have no problem with you cursing, except that if it costs us money. Me neither, and we still don't know. Yeah, we no. still have no idea. I'm actually totally. My thing is this, man. I don't know. I just I feel like the the program is probably more accessible without me dropping f bombs every two seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I do bust it out, it makes it more impactful. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Another uh, follow up, Steve. Okay. Who will Cody face at All In? At GG All In. The uh, the show he and the Young Bucks are financing. We talked about this earlier this week. That's right. On Cody and the Young Bucks are. I like that all our daily shows can basically be boiled down to about thirty seconds of like you know actual th- news. Three sentences. Uh, Cody and the Young Bucks are looking to finance their own show to sell out to specifically sell out a ten thousand seat venue. Um, as sort of a response to Dave Meltzer saying that Ring of Honor couldn't do it. Ring of Honor couldn't do it. So Cody and the Bucks are teaming up with uh, or they're trying to team up with trying to team up with Ring of Honor to co-promote the show. Himself and the Young Bucks are going to finance the show themselves. They're scouting venues currently, um, and he was on Cody that was busted open radio recently, speaking about this entire endeavor. Um, spoke about some uh, again about possible venues. But then they asked him who he'd want to face at this show. Well, sure. And this is what he said. Quote, me versus Daniel Bryan for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. If I could have everything, that's what I would do. So if Cody had his druthers, yes. um, he'd take on uh, Daniel Bryan. And uh, and if they want to sell out a 10,000-seat venue, that's a good aspiration to have. That's a good way to do it. Somebody posted a – the Young Bucks retweeted a like a fake, like a Photoshop poster for All In. Yeah. And it featured um, – Cody versus Daniel Bryan. Um, the Young Bucks versus Hogan and The Rock. <laughs> CM Punk versus Okada. And then there was one more. I forget what it was. Oh, oh Omega versus... Oh, who was it? I forget who it was. It was Omega versus somebody. And they like said something like, haha, the only thing... The only one of those that could actually happen contractually is us versus Rock and Hogan. That's funny. So, that was good. But, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Evidently, that would mean they would have to put on the show sometime in the fall, yeah, after or winter September of or something, twenty eighteen, yeah. Because yeah. Daniel Bryan indicated that's when his contract was up. Right. Speaking of Daniel Bryan, there's still some hope. It seems like that he could return, yeah, to the ring, maybe even a WWE ring. Hey-oh. We've spoken about uh, Daniel Bryan's efforts to get back in the wrestling ring several times on a variety of shows, but Brie Bella. Recently appeared on Lillian Garcia's podcast, Chasing Glory, which I hear is quite good. Oh, really? I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Check it out. And uh, she spoke about her husband's efforts, continued efforts, to get medically cleared for return to the ring. I will quote this time because you seem to be having problems talking. Quote, from like literally the day they told him he couldn't do it anymore, he has flown himself all over the United States. you speak like Scott Hall? (laughs) You know what? I'm trying to read this. He has flown himself all over the United States to all different doctors to figure out what he could do to help turn that no into a yes. There's been like eight doctors who are like, you can't wrestle. No, oh, no. you can wrestle. You can wrestle. You can me about not being no. able to talk. There's been like eight dollar doctors who are like, you can wrestle. There you go. A lot of doctors can't see why he can't get in that ring again, and I think the WWE is looking at it. 
He is on such a mission to get back into that WWE ring. It's crazy, which caused a lot of arguments in our marriage in the beginning, especially when I was prego. And then uh, when asked if WWE may clear him, she said, quote, I think they are looking at it, and I think that's why he's been really vocal lately. So I think they're willing to look at it and see what is it the other doctors are seeing. Oof, boy. You know, here's the thing. So I really, I as long as it's safe for him and everybody makes the right decisions, this is something I would love to see. Oh, yeah. Course. Yeah, as long as, as doctors clear him, he's aware of the consequences, what could happen if he is to get concussed again. He's willing to accept those consequences. That's his decision to make, and he should be allowed to do it. Let me ask you something. What? How anxious would you be during that match? I would at least hope that, well, I'd hope that he would uh, alter his style somewhat to protect himself I as best be, he can. I would be very anxious. Oh, yeah, I would be, too. Because every bump is the possibility. I mean, I that's, you know, every bump is the possibility. But that was, I was I was that way with Seth Rollins and his knees for a while. I'm still that now way for the most, Except when he flips or something. Then I'm over it. Like yeah, he does the because he flips power bomb or, or he flips uh, out of a back body drop. Yeah, because he did the same thing that that got his knee busted in the first place. Oh, his first match back. Yeah, but then he still does it from time to time. He doesn't do it all the time. Yeah. And like when he does a suicide dive, he's like, it's slow and safe and everything. He doesn't do the uh, dive over the top rope anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, but I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm less anxious now with him than I was in the beginning. <coughs> but given the, the magnitude of all this concussion talk and Daniel Bryan well, and the retirement and all that kind of that stuff. He was apparently having seizures related to concussion. Right. Related issues and whatnot. And granted, knee injuries suck for an athlete, but that's nothing compared to damaging your brain I know. long-term. I understand all that. I mean, I go back to watching that when Enzo hit his head against the ropes. I mean, that was just a fluke thing. Fluke things can happen. Oh, yeah. That's why I say I'd like to hope that he would alter his style as best he can to protect himself as best he can. Right. But there's always an element of the unknown that can happen in wrestling. I mean, you know, you're in that ring. You know, anything can happen. So I'm just saying, personally for me, I'd be a little bit on the freaked out side. But, uh, you know, I think it'd be, you know... Do you think he could alter his style so he doesn't take any flat back bumps? I mean, he could. He just no-sells everything. He'd be fine. Yeah, he'd be Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Hey, there's the WWF for you. Um, Yeah, that'd be be weird. Mm Mm-hmm. What what could he do in lieu of to like? It would just be all submission holds. He gets punched. Nobody wants to see that. He gets punched. He could make it interesting. He gets punched. What could you do instead? Be, not no sell. What can you do that isn't a flat back flat back bump? Well, I mean, he can still land on his shoulders or something like that. Yeah. Do like the George Mc like the Biff Tannen. He just spins around. Yeah, yeah. He just spins around in dramatic fashion. And, and, goes, and then he's he wobbling. Yeah. But you could fall and kind of fall on your knees and onto your side. Fall on your butt. Yeah. You're good. There you <laughs> go. What if he just wears a helmet? Just wear a helmet. I mean, Roman Reigns can wear a vest. Right, exactly. Nobody says anything about that. Comes out there with like a hockey helmet. Yeah, that'd be great. Didn't Russo do that? Yeah. Norman Smiley no, he, did. Yeah, yeah. Russo wore a football helmet. Yeah. In his cage match. I think Norman Smiley did too. He did for some hardcore matches. Let's yeah. do that. I don't really want to see that, though, man. Some do that football helmet out there. Especially not Daniel Bryan. Yeah, not him. I mean, for yeah, some Because he's, he, he's a wrestler, you know? For, like, you know, Gilbert or Ellsworth would be great. It's funny. Bring the same It was funny when Norman Smi- Smiley did it because it was in hardcore matches. Also, as Norman Smiley, and he's maybe the best thing that ever happened. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's outstanding. Anyways, let's he's talk a, about... He's an instructor at the performance center, you know? Yeah, I know that. Why do you think I wouldn't know that? I don't know. Man. You think I'm idiot? You know, Matt Bloom is the head instructor at the Performance Center. Who's that? No, man, it's not. What? 
It's Albert. Albert's the head performance center guy. Matt Bloom. His real name is his name is Albert. Matt Bloom. His name is Albert T. Tensai. Not true. That's his name. Matt Bloom. Look it up. Look it up. A train. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot his name is A train. Anyways, um, one last bit of news. We talked about two or five again. It's kind of like flew under the radar a little bit, but it's, it might be kind of a big deal. Oh yeah, their two or five live story, which is on Tuesday, Wednesday this past week. Yeah, um, WWE. No, WWE sent out another WWE Network survey to a lot of people not named Stephen Larson, and uh, in the survey they asked um, various questions about how people feel and think and what they want out or of, if they're aware of, <laughs> or if they even know what two or five live is, and so we discussed what the possible what that might portend for changes. 205 Live, one of the questions they asked was, would you like to see 205 Live superstars commingle with uh, Raw superstars or, you know, main roster superstars? Um, and uh, you're big into that? Yeah, I always have been. Yeah. So, uh, but there is also another aspect to this show that kind of uh, makes it interesting. Apparently, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, WWE is currently in talks to bring a show to Facebook Live. According to the article, from what we've been told, it will more likely, more than likely, include stars from both Raw and SmackDown Live competing for brand supremacy. So it'd be like a Survivor Series on Facebook Live every mm. week. Uh, continuing on in the article, one source says, a mixed tag team concept has been tossed around that would feature interesting combinations of male and female wrestlers, but it's unclear if they settled on that idea earlier in the Article Pro Wrestling Sheet said that there's been a, several different ideas that have been bounced around. This is probably the least likely to happen. Yeah. They also say, for what it's worth, WWE recently trademarked the term Mixed Match Challenge for a new possible show name. Um, what this could mean for 205 Live is unknown because Pro Wrestling Sheet also indicated that they would film the show after SmackDown Live, which, of course, is currently the slot occupied by 205 Live. Yeah. So there's the thought that possibly they would film 205 Live taped prior to SmackDown Live starting as sort of the or dark match taping. They're not going to do this, but they could do this. Typically, after 205 Live, there's a dark match featuring SmackDown superstars. Right. Um, usually a pretty uh, star-studded match because they want to keep people in their seats through the 205 Live taping. This past week, it was Shinsuke and Bobby Roode versus Baron Corbin and Jinder, I think? Something like that. Maybe it was Jinder. Um, so that could be an option. Instead of having exclusively, if they want to do Raw and SmackDown talents, um, instead of just having all SmackDown Live competitors, have a team of SmackDown Live wrestlers versus a team of Raw wrestlers. Here's kind of the problem with that, though. I mean... Here's a huge problem. Tuesday is usually a day off for people who work on Raw. Um, well, no, I'm saying, like, because you're saying replace the dark matches with 205 Live, like take 205 Live instead of the dark matches? No, I'm saying uh, air the dark match on Facebook Live. Yeah. But oh, yeah. 205 Live where it's at. Yeah, maybe. Um, I like the idea. Look, if they're, if they're going to do this Facebook Live brand supremacy thing... Number one, I, I hate Facebook. I'm literally, I'm so, I'm like same 90 percent going to delete my Facebook. Yeah, same, same I'm here. so it's been that way for a while Facebook. Too. Um, and just because they have a show on Facebook Live doesn't mean I would want to watch it. The live aspect of 205 Live is the least is for me the least selling point that they have. Yeah, like the least appealing selling point, I should say. 
I don't care that it's live. I want to see good wrestling in front of a hot crowd. Yep. And that's what, in my mind, 205 Live should be. I think that would help things immensely. Um, so I don't know about having it before SmackDown Live because people are still coming to the venue. Yeah. And, like, when we've gone to tapings, it's not really a hot crowd for dark matches, so I don't believe it would be a hot crowd for 205 Live. So there's that aspect of things. If they're simply going to ditch the term live, which I don't even know. I mean, sometimes WWE is weird like that. It's like, well, it's not live anymore. We're going to call it 205 Live still just because whatever. Because you can't just call it 205. Live can technically mean any number of things. Even mm-hmm. though the most obvious one is we're watching it live. Yes. I mean, they could, you know, it'd be cool. They call it the 205. Mm-hmm. The 205 Division. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. They can use that if they want. Rebrand the whole damn thing. Um lost your train of thought, didn't you? Well, I don't know. There, I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces here. Obviously. the the fa- I mean, putting mixed... Putting basically mini Survivor Series type matches on is a great idea for a weekly show. It is. My concern is, though, is that we're going to get uh, B players. Well, my concern is main... Look, I, because they want to save the, the, the marquee matchups for Survivor Series. I even, honestly, I even wouldn't care necessarily about that. Because I think we, I mean, I'm I still think the major thing is that it's uh, on Facebook Live. Well, that's I don't it, yeah. care about like Facebook. I don't like, care about that you're, you're, That's a big concept. Yeah, that's a big con- fighting for brand supremacy, which is like the selling point for Survivor Series, the one time of the year, head to head, blah blah blah. On SmackDown, go head to head in live competitions. Thank you. In ring competitions, sorry. right? So this is a big concept that you're going to bring to Facebook Live. I know, it's terrible. I'm hoping that Facebook Live is going to shell out a crap ton of money for it. Yeah, they better because. I don't. I, I this is like this would be great for a network show. Oh yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. And yeah. I think what a great way to pop a dead crowd after SmackDown Live is to have whoa people from Raw coming over here and, and they're gonna fight SmackDown people even if it's B players. I mean, don't go all the way down to Kurt Hawkins every week. Yeah, but you know the the Fashion Police. Yeah, versus uh, the club. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know you shrug it off, but. It's all right. It's not enough for me to just want to tune into something on Facebook Live. I don't want to get on Facebook Live, but I'd get no, on. I I'd get on the WWE Network. Yeah, for that. but I think that's the that's the thing though. If they want to really pop numbers on a Facebook Live show, they got to bring out some stars to do it. At least initially. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But then once they, you know, Facebook is really loose with their numbers too. So it's like you know, one person scrolls past it, they notch it as a view on know, you know, know, watching know, it live. I know. But you know, once they stop bringing out, you know, made of it talent for it. It's going to fall how, off. How much uh, credibility to give to the idea they're going to do mixed gender matches? Oh, basically zero. Zero. Not even a 2% botch. No. They're not even going to accidentally do that. I mean, I'd like to see it. I think that'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine with that to a degree. I mean, I'm sort of on the... I've always been on the fence in terms of the intergender stuff. I think it'd be fantastic. I mean, I think, obviously, you look at the Young Bucks versus yeah. Joey Ryan and uh, Candice uh, LeRae. LeRae, and it's like, wow, that's really cool. Um, but I totally get Triple H's original well, mixed, mixed tag matches are, you know, it's it's if uh, the male competitors tagged in, then the other one has to come. Oh out. yeah, 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 There's yeah. No As opposed to intergender, that's the, that's no the intergender the, action. The delineation the tag match. Um, I, it's, it might be kind of opening the. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious. I, that's that's kind of weird. I don't know, weird. That is kind of weird. I mean, if the options are. Survivor Series-esque show versus the mixed tag show. I would suspect the the former would be the idea that would gain more, the most traction. I think you're probably right about that. Internally at WWE. Um, yeah, but just at what point would you film 205 Live? 
Because, like, I'm sorry, putting it before SmackDown, I think it's still... No, it's a terrible idea. So they, I think they would have to do it like they do it now. Yeah. And just instead of having the dark match, they shoot this Facebook Live show. But, yeah, but... Oh, and then, yeah, 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 I don't know. Couldn't they do something after Raw instead? Raw's already a three-hour show. No, I get that, but... I mean, this makes... Look, regardless, you're going to have... Actually, Raw is usually a three-hour-plus show, plus a dark match. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So it's usually about a three-and-a-half-hour show for the live audience. I mean, because... I mean, then you're going to have SmackDown be a fun... Regardless, you're going to have a four-hour no, show. I know. You know, so... I don't know. I don't know either. I still say, man, that Aztec Theater in San Antonio looked cool. Yeah, put, it did. Put on 205 Live there. And it would be cool. Small theaters like that. I oh, think I agree. It's a rad idea. I've always said that's just a good idea. But they're not going to do it because it's going to cost them more money. Maybe. You don't know that. Oh, I definitely know that. You definitely do not. You have your confirmed inside sources? Well, I mean, just think about it. You're already paying for the venue for SmackDown. Right. Why not just tack on another... Uh, taping while you're there as opposed to running out a whole new building. Yeah. They were also talking about um, their WWE studios. Uh, there was a report saying Oh, yeah, that yeah, that they're doing a lot more stuff with that. Yeah. So, that'd be kind of cool. A USA scripted show featuring WWE superstars. I still don't know why Rusev had that gun. You know what they should do. Explain that to me. You know what they should do. USA is owned by whom? NBC Viacom, yeah. right? Yeah. Didn't... Uh, what was that old anthology? The the one Amazing Stories. Amazing Stories. Yeah. Bring that back in yeah. anthology series. Yeah. But featuring WWE superstars. Yeah, that'd be cool. How cool would that be? And I think NBC owns like, that property. What about Outer Limits? That's cool too. Yeah, like oh, that's also sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, Outer Limits is cool. I mean, you're getting into Twilight Zone territory yeah. there. Get Max Landis to to show run it. Yeah. Oh, man. But Amazing Stories I always loved because there was, like, twinges of humor in it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outer Limits was always kind of like, when, when they had humor, it was really dark. Yeah. No, I liked Amazing Stories growing up. Yeah, it was fun. Spielberg was a producer on that. Yeah. Show. Yeah. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways, is that it for today's Yeah, interview? I think so. We ran through a lot of stuff. In less than an hour. Well done. Good job, us. Yes. Anyways, we're some music. Out music. There we go. There's some music for Apparently that's working. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.